To the three-way theater. Yeah. Ha. You know. You know. Hey, y'all ready? Let's go. We all about wrestling, but don't call us fanatics. Uh-huh. We talk about wrestling movies, review the classics. Uh-huh. From ready to rumble, body slamming, Russell Madness. You can tell us our passion. Now we into podcasting, screaming Northeast Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Mr. Peacock, go ahead, represent. Yeah. Three-way theater, three the hard way. From your boy Mike, JC, and Lumberjack. Yeah. That is right, the uh, mini-sode, because we can't record our best in show today. Uh, you know, a lot of things came up. We had a lot of headaches. Shit happens. This you know? Is, this isn't the Shit happened. No. No, you see, the best in show we were due to record today with Adam Salzer fell by the wayside. We were supposed, oh. to, we were supposed to discuss SummerSlam 1992. And we'll get to there and eventually. We'll there. Yeah, we're going to get there. But instead but right now, yeah. We, we, have, we, have, we got an well, inside exclusive. Well, first of all, who are we? I don't know. We are Three Way Theater. I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjake. And I'm JC. And we review pro wrestling. Movies. And pro wrestling movies. Fantastic. All right, we did that. We did pretty good on this we, um, yeah. we have a guest for this mini-sode. Yeah, a very special guest. You yeah. might have heard his voice a few moments ago. I'm pretty special. He sure is. <laughs> you sure are. You may. Uh, Who are you? Who yeah. is he? Who is this guy? New England Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer. That's right, baby. Bo Douglas. And I know what you're all thinking at home. Isn't Bo Douglas the guy from True Life? I'm a professional wrestler. Is that what everybody was thinking? That's what everyone was thinking. (laughs) And you know what? You're correct. The second thought, they're like, Dan Terry's trainer? (laughs) 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 Welcome to the show. Welcome, Bo. Hey, Bo. Hi. He's instantly regretting He's so nervous right now. Instant regret. And uh, it's overtraining Tim Lennox. I don't think I've ever seen you this shy. We are being so inside baseball, and we're sorry for that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a step back here. Take a step back. Take a step back. Bo Douglas, you are uh, a New England Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer, just inducted just a couple weeks back. We were there very drunk then as well. (laughs) And uh, just just to tell the people at home, who was your trainer? Uh, Walter Killer Kowalski. Mr. Oh, Killer right. Kowalski. That's right. So you got inducted into the Hall of Fame just a couple weeks back here, and you started training with Killer when? 1997. All 1997. right. That's so crazy. I went to Kowalski's when I was 15 years old with uh, Slick Wagner Brown. So from, 90, I should say, 1995. Uh as well as Big Mark Green. Uh, we went up there to see about the school, and of course he said we had to wait till we were 18, but he allowed us to watch for two years. Uh, he was sick of, as I mentioned in the Hall of Fame speech, he was sick of letting us just watch and learn things for free, I suppose. No, of course, uh, he actually liked us, and he let us start a little bit early at 17 years old. Do you just cut to hang out and kind of just watch things? Yeah, for, for 95 that's on... Really, uh, I two, think that's two, awesome. Two two times a week. Sometimes they'd allow us At there fi- on the weekends. 15? Oh, yeah. In the, and especially oh, an yeah. old school guy that's like Killer Kowalski. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Happen, you know? Amazing. Yeah. Do you begrudge Kenny Dykstra for just lying to Killer Kowalski and just saying he was 17? <laughs> no. <laughs> he was actually 15? <laughs> yes. Uh, no to the Kenny Dykstra question. <laughs> I actually think that he did a great job. Um, oh, no. I'm 17 yeah. years old. I'm 15 years old. <laughs> yes. And, uh, that's gotten in my pay a lot of hot water. <laughs> yeah, that was actually hot water from a hot tub. It's an unrelated yeah, yeah, story, yeah. though. We're not going to get into that. So you, you were training in 1997. Was it absolutely packed with trainees? Because 97 was the height of wrestling. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was packed. It was packed. There's had to be. Who were some of the other people you were training with at the time? Uh, that are current? Or is it maybe give, us, give us the best stuff. That people might know. Give us some good ones and some funny ones. <laughs> They may, it's a Venn diagram, so yeah. it might overlap, but. Yeah. All right, there were people, uh, 
I'm definitely not going to go in any order because no, at this yeah, point yeah. I probably can't remember the order. Um, but there were people, of course, training there at the time. Um, Matt Bloom, we'll just go ahead okay. and drop right. him, just get him out of the way. Um, uh, Albert, A-Train. Uh, Tim McGrady. I call him Tensai. I call him the hip-hop hip Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trey, the smooth operating game. I love Trey. Trey but a smooth. Uh, that was my shit. Uh, Steve <laughs> King, up. Tony Roy. Uh, Tony fucking Roy. Yeah. A um, lot of you know, you know, a lot of our listeners would know Tony Roy used to do squash matches in WWE. Yeah, he, he was so did, talent. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them did really. Yeah, he was, he was just really watch cool. wrestling on TV. Be a wrestler on TV. <laughs> exactly. And, With oh, the French connection. Yeah, oh, well, that's when... Poo-poo on you. Poo-poo on you. Poo-poo on, on you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing. I love that you guys remember that stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I mean, those are the guys that were the most hands-on, of course, besides Walter. And then Mike Hollow came in and he started uh, a little bit more with the television training. Mike uh, Hollow is one of the training. best footwork guys in wrestling. Amazing, me. amazing. And honestly, um, I didn't take to it right away. I was there for years before him, and I had uh, I was 19 at the time when he came in. So obviously, two years after I started training, so four years after the fact of actually going to Walters, only seeing him work out in the ring with other people, taking over the school, and actually having the guys learn footwork, which was a lot better. I mean, obviously, 19 year old kid, I'm like, who the hell are you? Why the fuck am I going to listen to you? <laughs> so, so, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's it's totally uncensored. You've said horrible things. I, I mean, years later, of course, I, I regretted that and realized I was just a rebellious kid. And I, I made amends. And honestly, uh, there was a period of time he was helping train some of my guys. And we've instilled a lot of the training techniques from him, including the Kowalski techniques. How much... Uh, if any inter- interaction at this time, how hands-on was Killer with things? Okay, so I'd say from 95 to 97, those are years like, so China was there. I, I'm just going to mention her too. Uh, also Fre- featured in the True Life episode. <laughs> oh, spoiler. Uh, Fre- 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 Train Dan Danalette. Ah, um, yeah, love Fre- he, he was very hands-on with her for the training. Um, wait, what was that again? Steve King. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, Walter. So just, I want to confirm. You said he's very hands-on. Walter was a little bit more hands-on. <laughs> oh, if you want to go there? Oh, you guys heard it here first. Kowalski, very handsy. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen him with Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was a match with her and Freight Train Dan. Um, they were doing a spot, and Walter would like little, uh, you know, hokey little things that would happen. So we taught her. Uh, hip toss, but with the nostrils sticking the fingers up the nostrils. Awesome. And here you go, 15-year-old Bowen Slick. I'm doing the managing gig on the outside of the ring for class. Wagner's the referee. She does it. She does the hip toss thing. And then Walter makes her... But she really got up in Freight Train's nostrils really deep, too. <laughs> it was pretty gross because she pulled it out and there was a snot there, definitely. And Walter's like, you wipe it on him. So wiped it right on Slick. <laughs> I mean... I, Honestly, it was one of the moments that you're like, what the fuck are we getting ourselves into? <laughs> and then on the side, uh, then it turned around, of course, to be in one of the most amazing moments. Well, that's the thing. You see you see that stuff happening. You're like, I want in on this. Exactly. I want but I want to be a part of it. At the time, at the time, you're thinking like, you don't, you, China's not a She's name nobody. Yet. She's just, she's some, nobody she's just some girl to so, you, so you're watching this, and then three, four, five years later, not yeah, even. She's the not even that. And then you have all these people that are training, and then people like Damon Dark Angelo start coming to the school, and and Luis Ortiz, and they start their training process. And as soon as they do, then me and Wagner get embraced by them because we're close to age with them at this point. So as soon as we started our actual training, we were already. We knew how to lock up. We knew how to basically bump. Uh, we, we knew our way around the ring at that point. So uh, we advanced so quickly, I would say, because of guys like them. Yeah. Wow. So were you, was Killer involved at that at that time with still running his own shows? Yes. I, the, those IWFs. And then he parted with uh, Shuli and Sparta with the W, what was it, W? WWA. Yeah, WWA. WWA. Uh, so I, I grew up in Rhode Island. I'm a few years younger than you, and I was 14 years old and it's, I'm, listen I'm sorry I didn't mean to bring up you know the ages here I'm sorry, sorry. but I just think of the <laughs> the disparity between the Massachusetts wrestling scene at the time and the Rhode Island wrestling scene at the time Yikes. because I was going to local shows I was 14 I was like you know whatever and I, I get my hands on for independent wrestling and the shows I was going to the quality the caliber of the shows were 
they weren't the best, but I still fell in love with it in my own way and loved what they were doing. But uh, sometimes I feel like I might have I've missed out on getting to see some of the other things that were going on just, you know, an hour away. But for a 14 year old kid, that's a lifetime away. I, I can see that. I can see that because there was a stigma. There was a, <laughs> there was a stigma. There, there was. was. Uh, the, it's still something that Rhode Island is fighting to this day. No, it's, co- it's come back a lot. And to be honest, Rhode Island wrestling is hot, right? Oh, it is. It is. Don't get me wrong. Um, but back in the day, honestly, Walter uh, and people at the school, I should say more so, would just say, beware of wrestling south of the border. And what they meant was going... Rhode Island. Yeah, they were. And, and it wasn't because of their talent necessarily. It was because there was weird booking going on at that point in time. I personally don't know because I wasn't involved in that. I was able to come down there in a good couple of years uh, when, the, when wrestling became a hotbed. Um, I started coming down there more so. So in reality, there was a lot of guys that came out of Rhode Island then that got a bad stigma because they were from, quote unquote, south of the border. Hey, so, uh, Bo, uh, Brian Cairo. Hey! I'm not trying to hijack this or anything, but hey, me and you started the business around the same time. I'm 96, you're 97. Yes, Jeez, sir. you guys are old. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am an old man. I have a broken hip to prove it. Um, but uh, anybody has lasted the uh, test of time and is still around, going strong from back in the day when we started out? Who's, who's, who's still around that you can remember that currently is still working all over the place? Working all not, over not the place. Not many of us. No, no. I, I mean, I'm, I, I've slowed down quite a bit, obviously, for obvious reasons. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, you got you some people out there still like Slick. Slick's out there. He's making a name for himself still, and it's And a he's got his own school as well. Also, he does right? test the strength down in Connecticut. Yes. Um, I think that's awesome that you know those that are still around and have that knowledge are able to kind of pass it around, and now it's not is. something that's just... Uh, in one area either because that's out of Connecticut, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. out of Connecticut. So that's, I mean, you know, Nick like Steele is still going strong. Yeah, Steele, yeah. Um, very, I, very strong. With very, 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 very strong. Mike came out at karaoke. That happened. Very strong. I, I was at a, a top rope show after hanging out with the boys at the bar. Thank yep, you. Yeah, thank you, Cairo. You have fun with the show. And good he, question. He good just question. came up from behind me and put me in a sleeper hole. And legitimately put me out. I was out. <laughs> I was on the floor. I was flopping like a fish. They all thought I was He's a monster. Yeah, but that's the thing. But Nixie loves, loves you. you. Yeah, exactly. But, but, that's point. Su- but he is such a nice guy. Yeah, he's yeah. great. But don't. Don't cross him. Nope. <laughs> right. Honestly, but I he's mean, kicked people out of locker rooms. I feel like I've seen. Um, I, but no, in all honesty, I mean, Brick. You know, Brick's just. I, I guess he just had a com- uh, match recently, which, I mean, Brick took his time out. Brick goes Baker, of course. Baker, we all know him very kid. well. Yep. Um, I, I know Ashworth. I was there for the Brickhouse match. Yeah. I, that he randomly decided to just oh, get in awesome. the ring with. How was it? Uh, it was. It was just amazing. It was fun it was to just brick. watch. It was, it was brick. I love. It was one I of those it. things where his son got hurt during the tag match. His son gets taken out. David Baker's in the ring all by himself, and the lights go out. And mm-hmm. you know, no, but you that know, that makes me actually remember a couple other people that are working <laughs> right now. I mean, I, you got Showcase, which is showcasing a lot of talent who have worked for many, many, many moons. Um, yeah, you got big Derek. Uh, uh, yeah, Derek uh, Mohan. Right? Yeah, uh, um, no, 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 not him. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. No. Terrence Butler. Uh, w- um, okay. Yeah, the, the, the old school guys that are still working. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but, but Derek, of course. And then he must have been in the Deep South. And then Matt. And Matt redemption? Saw, yes, Redemption. Okay. The light, all right, the here we go. Okay, all right. The light's going off made me think of Redemption. All right, Derek Yes. And then, of yes. course, you have... Um, you know, uh, Punisher Don Vega. I mean, I'm going to give credit. Yeah, he's been around. Too. So, yeah. He was some of my first matches when I was working for Tony Rumble, mm-hmm. and that that was back in like '98. I I feel like so. And I'm not like you know, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because I never do that. But I feel like you're part of the last part of an era, like a great era before. You guys got to things. learn firsthand knowledge. Exactly. There's no separation from like. There's no like. 
you it's not a passed on Killer now. Kowalski, mm-hmm. you know he was a legend in the my dad talked about killer kowalski my dad was born in the 40s by the way mm-hmm. and he would talk about uh, that he's like oh i love the uh, i love the frank scarpa feud where he had such a hard stomach that a claw couldn't be used on him timmy thunder joins the ranks Whoa. ladies and gentlemen yikes uh, so don't let him know about what we talked about no no no, no 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 he can't learn that knowledge yet hey timmy thunder how are you today is this three-way theater it, it is, is. Uh, the favorite yeah. theater mini show. Yeah. Ooh, this is my favorite, favorite podcast. Ooh. I love listening to it. Thanks. Every time it comes on, I'm like, my boys, Pava, Lumby, and Jay freaking C. That's what they <laughs> call me. Can we Jay swear on this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. Wait, if you listen to our He's show, never listened to it before. <laughs> I love the three guy show. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> Can I get some bookings? Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you ever fucking showed up. Oh. Yikes. Oh. <laughs> I, I just want people to know who are listening. We uh, we are at a wrestling show oh, right. at the moment <laughs> in the back of our uh, studio truck. Yeah. They usually know that on our on our mini so it's no, usually we, mobile. No, we don't let them know. We're on TWT Mobile so STD, and yeah. we are just driving around. TWT STD, yes. Yeah, our studio. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, yeah, we're, we're mobile. We're at the Lucky Pro Wrestling Show in Clinton, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. so we got people coming in and out. I can't wait till Callan Thomas randomly shows up. Yo, it's going to happen. It. Yep. Oh, the riot. The riot. Right. Well, well, yeah, let's, so, let's, let's why are we here? This. Why are we here? So we, when we were hanging out with Bo earlier, and uh, a mention has been made about his uh, time in television. It was just a passing comment. Yeah, just, just a random, a random and, moment. And since, you know, our original plans had fallen through, we were kind of struggling. You know, what the hell are we going to do a minicast about? And he was right under our nose the whole time. Mm-hmm. Bo knows. <laughs> Were you planning that the no, entire just, time? No, that just fucking happened. That it was great. Right. I'm so happy. For, I'm done. That was yeah. the, that was I'm done. The whole joke was, what did Demon Ortiz break? Oh. Bo's nose. Oh. Wow. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta give that to McCarthy. McCarthy was that EPW? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that was that was fun. So, <laughs> uh, for those that were around in 1999, the summer of 1999, and were avid watchers of MTV, Jimmy Thunder was around. He was one years old. Uh, two actually. All right. Well, you wanted your MTV. You're like, Meh, he's MTV. like, yeah, I miss the old school MTV, like TRL, TRL <laughs> Carson Daly. Who was your DJ? Was it Jesse? Was he it has no idea. That's, it was, that's it was Carson Daly. Time. Was it Dave Holmes? Carson Daly was the only. Um, Anyway, Carson Daly wasn't the VJ during Timmy Thunder's childhood. No. No. <laughs> hey, how do you feel about Kennedy? Now she was a great Kennedy. Um, but on MTV, there was a, a reality-based program, a True Life, which kind of documented different uh, aspects of pop culture and different True things. Life, I got breast implants, and they showed naked tits yes, on TV. Yes, because okay. it was medical, and it was okay. Yeah, it was medical, all right. <laughs> um, I lost so much water weight, like, <laughs> in ounces. You were nine years old. Yep. Yeah. Yikes, we can't talk about this. Sure we can. We're going to talk about it because there was one specific uh, reality episode that was done on True Life. Well, they did a... They did... This was the first. Yeah, they did True Life. I'm a backyard wrestler eventually. Which, you know, we all live that now. What I want to know is how does it feel being one of the Alden brothers? (laughs) Uh, Oh, wait, that was the other True (laughs) Life episode. That was True Life. I have a sibling rivalry. That was the sequel, sorry. That was the second one. I wasn't on that one. But you were... You were a part of True Life, I Want to Be a Pro Wrestler. The iconic episode to feature uh, Tony Atlas, Mm -hmm. to feature China. Yeah, Joey Gamash. Uh, So mailman kid, remember him? Uh Oh, Rapid Fire, Rory Rory, Mario. Yeah. So Jason Rumble in his underwear. When this episode debuted, so I would have been um, 16 years old, Mm -hmm. and I went to the American Eagle Shane Simon's house so we could all do a watch party for this big debut episode of The the True Life. We were so excited to just see wrestling kind of presented in a different form. And because, I mean, besides, I mean, wrestling was hot. It was huge. Huge. Like, we've talked about it before on the podcast on Best in Show and things like that, but, like, between WWF and WCW, ECW, wrestling was just on fire. I would go to the mall and just... 
just count the amount of wrestling t-shirts. You would go to the mall and try to buy videotapes from me. That's true. <laughs> Emerald Square Mall, working at the RF video booth. Yeah, that was when Emerald Fusion went to the Emerald Square Mall to meet J.C. Marks. <laughs> Emerald the first Fusion. <laughs> Love them. Um, but yeah, like wrestling was so fucking hot, and being on MTV, like we just were like, we, I think we had like eight of us over Shane Simon's just to house watch it. just to watch this this episode. And like being honest, I was 19 at the time. I looked like I was in a boy band. <laughs> I can only imagine how amazing it was. No, where was the, was this a show in Maine? It took place at a couple different shows. To be honest with okay. you, it took place. Here we go. Um, so <laughs> I think we had three experiences with them. Uh, if you saw the episode, if you saw that uh, actual feature, you would have seen that show get canceled and shut down. Anybody got a cell phone? Yeah, who uh, got a cell phone? Tony like, Gamash. Like Joey Gamash. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there was the show in Maine, which was that one. There was the show in New Hampshire, I believe it was Concord at the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, that was the one that they got the interviews from me on. Um, and then there was a show in Worcester, Massachusetts at Burnside High School that they also filmed. It was when Tony got beat up. Uh, his face was all swelled up. Uh, was that. he beat up or was he stepped on? No, no, no. no. <laughs> that, that, he actually worked Master Sandy that night in uh, oh, a shoot fight. And it, it, yes, yes, yes. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Um, that's why it was an eventful week. Uh, that was within three days, though. That was uh, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So that was, that well, was that's pretty much that, it. I feel like that's kind of new information, yeah. like having a cut between three different events. And really, to me, it kind of seemed seamless, you know? Yeah. And they made it all seem like... Uh a very long weekend. What did you think at the it time? It was. Oh, it was. There was actually footage uh, being shown of where some of the guys were staying um, up in Maine. And uh, they were talking to the guys about being angry about the show being canceled because they already had the hotels. And that was way, way up north. I think we it was. Uh, so that was another show, too. Yeah, it was up in Machias. Oh, uh, no shit. Yeah, 20 wow. Years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so. Be, so being 19 years old. Is, are you like, are you like, this is cool, like MTV's here, are, are any of the boys <laughs> talking about it? Like, Of course. Of so course. it's a big deal. Yeah, Did, it became a thing, it became a thing. Um, normal everyday life, random people, of course, because here I am on a shoot job working at a Walgreens. <laughs> I had a 24-hour photo booth as the manager and having people ask, hey, weren't you just on MTV? Because MTV used to play everything that they showed. Over and over, yeah, over yeah, again. yeah. Yeah, so after a good year, it became a headache. So did it help your bookings? I was working for Tony Rumble. On so you already were okay. I, I was <laughs> yeah. working quite a bit. I mean, obviously, it was regional. I prob probably could have used that to go a little bit further. I did get bookings in Pennsylvania and stuff. But again, that is just regional. And I, I was just starting out. How funny is <laughs> it? Uh, go ahead. How funny is it that so many uh, Killer Kowalski trainees were featured because Triple H came from the Killer Kowalski school as well, right? He did. Mm -hmm. He did. He was there. He, I, I apparently just missed him when we started watching. Now, Mikey, didn't you see Triple H at a at the Brockton Fair? The Brockton Fair had a show a long, long time ago. Yep, Terrorizing was there. Beefcake uh, oh, was beefer? there. Beefer. Um, beefer. Uh, the Jammer was there. Oh. The Jammer. Jayquad Honorary Valentine. Valentine, yeah. Uh -huh. um, so, oh, go ahead. Um, uh, how do you feel uh, when they spelled your name wrong on the video? Yeah, uh, whatever. Did you really? I mean, it didn't whatever. Did you decide? Did you ever think maybe I have to? Maybe I have to be bo now? Nope. <laughs> nope. Because in programs, in programs at that point in time and stuff, it always it went back and forth. Yeah, it was always listed like that. Yeah. How many how many different spellings of Pava did you see? <laughs> or pronunciations? Yeah, now, the pronunciations really where I got yeah. you. If you if they had added an extra O, would you have started like dressing Ooh, up like a ghost? <laughs> I no, I think I would have started crying. <laughs> Douglas. I mean, I, I, comes I, out in a white sheet. Like, doesn't want to be his friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. Um, did you have to sign a bunch of releases to be on? Of course. Uh, that show in Maine that got canceled is actually a funny story. Uh, Tell I'm it. telling you guys about it, and I know that uh, it's uh, something that's not really talked about, or it is talked about quite a bit by Stiff Mike, a.k.a. Apocalypse. Uh, he's going to be mad at you just for saying 
that. AKA apricot lips. Stiff Mike, yeah, I'm over. So me and him were driving up to that show, and we were told it's still going on. And I'm driving, speeding, trying to get there in time. And this was before cell phones were obvious. See, that's cell phones. That's how you know I'm old. That cell phones were just like a common everything thing. And that's a plot point of the goddamn episode. Yeah, somebody finally cell phone. We all know Tony doesn't have the cell phone, so we get up there and I have my cell phone from it, so I don't call people by accident. Well, the ring truck is finishing up. Mad Dog Richard and his kid are finishing up, closing up the ring. So you have me and uh, Stiff Mike looking around, looking for people, and no one's there. No one told us it was canceled at that point. Cause oh. it, was can- it was on and off about 15 times that day. Wow. And me and Stiff Mike flew up. You know, we were troopers. Of course, I'm green. I'm f- hungry as fuck. You know what I mean? I'm going to do any and everything, whatever you need. So we drive all the way up there, and it's canceled. So Mad Dog Rashad finally gets a hold of Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas is like, I don't know what to tell you guys, blah, 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 crying on the phone at this point because, you know, Tony really looked out for us. Uh, he looked out for any of his guys, just like Tony Rumble, just like Walter. Um, and then he's like, I'm going to come down there and just see if I could take care of your gas. And as soon as he gets down to the venue, uh, the MTV guy who is now driving Tony <laughs> um, gets out of the car and he actually pays me and Stiff Mike and has us sign a receipt. So wow. I guess we could say we're the only people paid for <laughs> so wild. documentary. That's that's crazy. Yeah. And wow. what a good guy Tony Atlas is. Amazing, amazing. And shockingly Republican. <laughs> hey, Maine. Maine's a weird place. <laughs> so true. Maine is a so weird true. place. And Tony's a, an interesting individual who I love with all my heart. Tony's just one of those characters in wrestling where he's just a character. The oh, yeah. We can sit here and call him Tony is one of the things that exactly. make it amazing. Mm-hmm. Because to anyone who ever works with him or works with him, well, that's who he is. And yeah. He's also, he uh, at our Somerville benefit that NCW had just run, uh, John Cena Sr. Had brought one of uh, Tony's pieces of art. Oh, that's that right. He, uh, he raffled off. That we raffled off for the fundraiser, and he's a really good artist. Yeah. It was one of those things that on the WWE Legends house where you kind yes. of reveal that he's like this artistic soul, and like just to see that Wait, facet what, of his what per- kind of soul? Artistic. 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 Okay. Yikes. Okay. Yikes. Uh, but just seeing that side of him that you maybe would never have known if you just know Mr. USA. Yeah. Um, well, I love those promos. Sometimes when we have uh, long weekend uh, lumber parties where we're all just kind of hanging out and oh, watching stuff. Oh, my God. Stuff. Donna from the team. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm going to splicey, splicey yes. in. He's uh, not going to do it. I'm going to do it because those Donna. Oh, my God. Donna. It's Donna. D-A-W-N-A. Did you, the Teen Report. Bro, do you know Donna? Hi, I'm Donna, your hostess for the ICW Teen Report. And with me today is the Wrestler of the Month for July 1990, the heavyweight champion of the ICW and of the world, Mr. Tony Atlas. Well, you know, girl, you got a lot of respect. And you know to have respect around me, Mr. Tony Atlas, the ICW champion of the world. You hear that? Come on in here, child. Act like you scared of me or something. All the women want to be next to me. You might as well be there, too. Ha, ha, ha. The wrestler of the month. Ain't that fantastic? ICW champion, wrestler of the month, best-looking man in town, the strongest man in the world. What more can a man ask for? <laughs> now, answer that question. Hurry up. All right, I have a question from Bill Albright. <clears throat> Bill Albright. Yeah. And he wrote in, and he wants to know if you go out and work out at the gym a lot. You tell him, I'll do what I want to do. He don't ask me to do nothing. I am the champion of the world. I am the wrestler of the month. I am the strongest man in the world, best-looking man in the world. He don't ask me to do nothing. What's the next question? The next question is from Elaine Parsons. In- <clears throat> Elaine Parsons? Who is that? One of your fans? I don't have no fans, but tell me what she want anyway. She wants to know what your favorite kind of food is? That's not a whole business what I eat. You want to know what I eat? I eat whatever I want to eat. When you got an arm like this, when you got a face like this, and when you got the ICW championship, and 
wrestler of the month too. <laughs> you eat what you want to eat. Tell her I eat her head off if I see her in an in arena. <laughs> All right, I have one more question. All right, get to it. It's from Steve Cohen. Who? Stephen Cohen. Yeah. And he wants to know what you see for yourself in the future. <laughs> the world. The world. That's what I see. Controlling the whole world. You know, I just, I got half of the world. I got the world championship belt. What I see for myself, the world. You know, I'm the only wrestler, the only champion in the world today that don't have to hide his face underneath paint. <laughs> All them paint their face because they're too ugly. But I'm good looking. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Atlas. We're Mr. Atlas loves that. <laughs> Respect for the champ. We're almost out of time right now, but thanks a lot for stopping by, and congratulations on being voted Wrestler of the Month yeah. for July 1990. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. The champ. Yeah. Donna who? It was from the team report. From the team report. I'm assuming it's Donna Sobol. It, it, was, it was from up in uh, IWCCW. Oh, well, he does know Donna. The old days. Do you, do so you know, know Donna? Do you know Annie? Wait, is she okay? See, this is what a live show would be oh, like. No, we got a couple. Okay. Got a couple this is what a live show would be: two people <laughs> and, and Timmy Thunder with his notepad, asking one to ask us a bunch of questions. Honestly, honestly, when he said Annie, I thought the same exact. Thing. <laughs> so, it's a hard knock life. So yeah, no, I don't know her. So, oh, damn it! Uh, it was from the IWCCW, and she had a teen report where she was like a young child, probably fifteen at the most. Yikes! And it was her like interviewing Super Duper Mario. This doesn't sound good. Or GQ Madison. This sounds like it's going. But and, and then yes. she interviewed Tony Atlas uh -huh. as a heel, and it was one of the funniest promos she's like i've got some questions from fans bill stewart's like who <laughs> she literally scares the shit out of her every we, single we time look this up at three-way theater no we're not Please. it never happens uh, and you'll i've be gotten able to, complaints you'll be able to check <laughs> you've gotten complaints from who you no <laughs> brick and electronics <laughs> rick electronics rick, rick, i'm sorry are we gonna talk about rick fuller and me breaking electronics can we oh let's yeah. do it here we go i'm done with that uh, I, by the way uh, love Rick Fuller. It's I right. think that's what you just said. Rick Fuller loves you. Yeah, that's yeah. what we really should be saying. Blows my fucking mind. The, the fans that don't know, Mike Pava was originally called the Full Effect, mm -hmm. and he Full got that Mike name Pava, from yeah. the Fuller Effect. That's Rick Fuller Effect. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's good. Um, I love playing Rick Fuller in a WCW versus NWO. Thunder, shit. yeah, I, great I worked, character. I worked. Uh, I worked. Long, I worked with Rick uh, quite a bit for a good like two year period, and he really, honestly. He took me under his wing for a little while, like he does a lot of people I know. You yep. know as well as I do. I, I know you know. Lumber um, Jake, Rick Fuller. The, but but you, you guys know, and and I learned quite a bit from him. And he he, you know, he never just got that big shot he needed. Um, he, had, he, had he had a, a cup of coffee he did. in WCW. Um, He's Goldberg's. Goldberg. Goldberg's first. Was it first? No. no. Uh, it was he one of the early first. ones. Okay. He so also yeah. was on, on Saturday Night Raw. He was on Saturday Night a lot. Um, and he was getting, he'd get wins. I went to a WWF uh, Raw taping, and yep. he was the pre-show match against yep. Scotty Tuhati, which was awesome to me because Scotty. they came from the same place. Yeah. I'm they pretty sure that's actually online now. It is. That's awesome because it it's fucking fantastic. So as I was saying, when I used to go to shows south of the border, yep. I saw Rick Fuller on a lot of the uh, NEWA shows, the New England Wrestling Alliance, which has a reputation. But regardless, they had hey, occasionally... I, I, I ventured south of the border. Sure. I stopped there but Rick, once or twice. Rick was on those shows and I would go see him. And uh, at, the, at a wrestling show at Bobby's Rollaway, which we've talked about on Three Way Theater. There was a wrestling show at Bobby's Rollaway. Yes. Uh, Wait, it, you threw up. Yes. In the giant uh, Wait, state. Was it SCCW or was it? No, it was NEWA. It was okay, the NEWA. I did one of those down there. And let me set the scene for you. JC on his birthday was got to ride in the giant skate there. But Rick Fuller, right? <laughs> Bo does not give a fuck about that roller skate. But yeah. listen, <laughs> you drinking too much Moxie. 
Pin clamp. Not I happened. was trying to save you. I, it's they they gaslighted me. It was while we were on edibles. He, oh, he ate a whole bunch of clam strip. Clam strip cake. cake. That's oh. not what happened. Then, I had birthday cake. And then threw up all in the giant. All inside the giant. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. So Bobby's Rollaway became Bobby's Banquet Hall, and NEWA ran some shows there. Okay. And Bobby. Rick Fuller was on the show, and another gentleman was on the show, Mass Transit, Eric Kulas. Oh, boy. <laughs> And you guys uh, need to learn. To no, no, you will not be able to see him ever again. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's yeah. Did somebody just get cut open in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Say, I hope this bitch dies in the middle of this ring. I hope not on my canvas. Funny story about that. Wagner almost fought Mass Transit's father that night. At the ECW show? Or that night? At the, at the Wonderland Greyhound Park? I was in the audience. I was so the- were we. Wow. Fuck. Why would Slick almost fight Eric Kulas' dad? Were you guys in the business at the time? Well, yeah. So we were obviously training in at Walters and at Walters at the time, and we were there for free because yeah, we. You guys help out with the ring and stuff. Uh, yeah. So we a little, you know Paul Dodge. Of course we know Paul Dodge. Stop it. Everybody knows Paul Dodge. Everybody. How about Brad Von Johnson? Was, was Everett Briggs there? Uh, listen. So anyway, Josh Briggs there? No, he wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's fine. No one heard that. No one heard that. Well, anyway, go Wonderland Greyhound Park. I'm lost. I'm lost. Oh, no, no. He was was trying to get out back. He was trying to get out back. Security was holding him up. They didn't know it was his father. And, of course, uh, the extreme extreme enforcer, Paul Richard, is handling the guy. And (laughs) this guy's starting to throw things at these fake security guards that are there. And then Wagner and his father start getting into a push fight. And at that point, Wagner was the size of Ike. You guys all know Ike. <laughs> I love Ike to death, by the way. Love, we love Ike, he's just very small. Wagner Brown is not that small Ike any is longer. tiny. Think of tiny yeah. and then go smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think yeah, of yeah. Mike and then go smaller. You mean tiny to terrible, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> this is the most New England wrestling oh God, uh, podcast episode ever. We, we, I didn't know this. I'm sorry. If we start talking about tiny to terrible, we're never going to. That's true. That's never that's true. Yeah, never right. happen. So, it's been in movies, too. That's, that's really that's an interesting fact. I did not know you were at the incident for the mass transit. Um, now, what was your what was your like view of it? Like, I was brutal. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's let's re, let's rephrase the question. Do you think that they were? Do you think the situation was out of line? Do you think that Kulas knew what he was walking into? He yes, was fully I, capable. So I got to hear. So in, in, at that point in time, of course, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on at that point in time. I was just like, "Holy shit!" He cut him too deep. Blah 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 blah. <sighs> I then got to hear the story from the extreme of force of Paul Richard himself. I like you have to call him by his full name. Uh, well, that's his legal name. <laughs> trademarked. Yeah. Tra- trademarked, gentlemen. You have to pay him 15 cents every time you say his full name. <laughs> I, I have to. Don't worry about it. Um, Boat's got it. I, 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 I'll handle it. Boat? <laughs> I also... Well, I did too, but I left it alone. It's not... T- I didn't say both. He said that Eric Coolis, so first off, he lied and said he was trained by Walter. Right. right. Um, he, he also wasn't. about his age. So Paul was from Walter's. He was trained there from 1980 on. You guys can hear the story all you want, I'm sure. Um, fucking groveler. Fucking grovelers. <laughs> fucking grovelers. Um, well... He said that Eric went up to him, lied about it. So whatever. At that point, who cares? At that point, people get away with lying all the time about worse things. Kenny Dykstra. Um, <laughs> well, that's that's a real like that's a, like a misdemeanor compared to like yeah. you, know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know slap on the wrist. So, but the kid went up to him and said, "I've never gigged before. I, I've I've never bled. So can you cut me and make sure I get really good color? Because my family's out there and I want to scare them." So New Jack, hearing that he was a liar and that the kid wanted him to cut him, was like, "I'm a stab this motherfucker." Right? Yeah, he wants me to cut him. I'll fuck. He used another word, but I'm not. Right? Yeah. Um, Well, so I mean, I think that's. (laughs) Well, you say it. Mike's like, no, say the word. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I can't. I can't. I'll have to leave. (laughs) I I might be in the minority that thinks that yes, New Jack. Did go a little too far. Um, while yes. I don't, while I don't condone 
anything that that happened, and I don't condone being mass transit and lying about what you said you did or said you accomplished or who trained you, and then going out there and saying give me some color. He's gonna fuck with. They're gonna fuck with you. Right. But like, there, there was a toaster in this match. They used a toaster. Yeah. And literally slammed it on his fucking. This kid didn't know to turn his head. Right. So they fucking slammed it. Oh, turn face. your head. Hold on. Well, I have to write that down. In talking the about finish, the finish is... Turn your head greeny. Hello. The finish is New Jack jumping off the top with a chair onto oh. Eric Kulas. He fucking destroys him with this fucking chair. <laughs> so, I mean, he definitely took liberties. Yes. Um, but, definitely. But I think the, the fact is that even in the lawsuit and in the trial and everything else, saying, oh, I've never wrestled before, I've never done something about Here I am at an NEWA show at Bobby's Banquet Hall, and he's wrestling in opening matches. He did matches. Yeah, of course he doesn't know how to cut himself. No, he doesn't have to do this. And yeah, if you're talking shit and trying to... But wasn't there a spot where he's being carted out after everything and he's still like on fucking show? Well, yeah, he did, well, did yeah. he have like a double middle finger or something? Yeah, yeah, Thumbs yeah, up yeah, or like yeah. hands up in the air. Like, that's the thing. When you look at the video footage, this is why... Okay. And that's why... He's waving. Oh, waving. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and this is partially why New Jack was acquitted of everything anyway because once you look at the video footage at the end when you see shit like that. And he's doing stuff to exacerbate the I think blood it, flow. It definitely was. It had to yeah. be the finger because he. it took them a good half hour to get him out of that goddamn no, way. The show was fucking installed. Do, do I think it was right? No. I, maybe right's not the right. It's not the I, correct I, word. I, but I, I think New Jack went overboard. I think that he did take some liberties. I think New Jack is actually a phenomenal worker. Do you think on it the hurt? other side of things in different aspects and I think that sometimes people live their gimmick too much as well as we all know. Um yeah. We've talked before on our first Best in Show about ECW and how their pay-per-view was delayed because of this incident. Do you think it had any effect on the local yeah, on local wrestling? Because I've I've heard of a lot course. of guys were supposed to go to ECW. So a lot of guys were have to, supposed to have a look at ECW. There were a lot of guys because, as I mentioned, the extreme enforcer of Paul Rigid. That's what a dollar fifty I owe now. Um, <laughs> he was the New England promoter. Uh, he got it by getting uh, W. What is it? U N I. He's he's like, why not? We can say whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. It's TV. <laughs> Who cares at the time it was on for that audience? That's what they needed. I watched every single fucking Me too. Every, every single, single one. Episode. I watched fucking every single TV one. And, and then watched Dick Eater yeah. right afterwards. Sometimes they didn't fucking play it. Then the box. Oh, I was yeah, when they the, didn't play then it. The box. Fuck. Come on. The, so, then they play the fucking flag. Like they'd sign off at yeah, the end of the night. Yeah. Fucking flag. What? Horrible. So no, and that's when you know it was too extreme. <laughs> no pun. Oh, ah. Episode, or they didn't get the tape in time, which I can see Paul. Richard. <laughs> that's probably happened more. I can see Paul Richard doing that. But oh, so um, Paul, Paul actually had to give hand the fucking. I'm sure that's the error it was, bro. He said wow. that he, uh, Paul Richards watched the original ECW airing yep. of, on in Boston with Paul Heyman and the ECW wow. guys watching. Yeah, it they were really cool. close. But the, but because of that, a lot of people in New England got opportunities. You also got to remember too that. Prior to every single ECW show that took place in Massachusetts, God, Kowalski man. was there. I just missed that. Was he at the Yes. the ring. He was in the ring before every show, working out with the guys, That's making sure everyone was safe. Okay. He had left, but we haven't. He showed up. Okay, because that's what I, I've heard that a lot. Where Killer Kowalski was there, and nobody bothered to ask him, but he had left. Okay, okay, that makes more sense then. Now, we Cheesy asked if you were salty about Kenny lying about training. <laughs> were you a little salty about him lying about training? It's like, yeah, I'm underage, but I actually trained there. Yeah, exactly. That's true, all right. Uh, and Slick should have been with Devon. Duh. Well, yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, so Mikey and I are having our own kind con- Oh, hold on. Slick! Get the tables! <laughs> He's so Thanks. excited to say that. Thanks, Timmy Thunder. That wasn't as funny as I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Story of um, life. So Mikey and I were just having our own little mark-out conversation <laughs> in the corner while you guys were chatting. There you were. Because we were... So Mikey and I were like hardcore ECW fans, and we we were just starting to break into the business as ECW was at its peak. You were already clearly there, you know, and... 
we're, we're talking about two different eras, two different generations of wrestler and stuff like that. And but I also think that Mikey, as I always say, that Mikey is one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. Mike Pava has mm. had some amazing matches over the years, and he could do the high flying stuff. He could 100%, work, actually. you know, Memphis uh, ground, like just here, baby right. face. I'm <laughs> Thank huge, you. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Pava uh, mark, but. Mikey, Mikey's either 10 years too late or 10 years too early. Because 10 inches too short. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's what she said. Uh, unfortunately, it's what I said, too. Yikes. Um, but, like, I feel like, you know, looking at it now, indie wrestlers have such a great opportunity with, with NXT and with a lot of the other national companies, Ring of Honor and things that are out there. There's so much opportunity. Um, in 2001, 2002, we were kind of on the tail end of that when, you know, Mikey was really starting to get hot with Emerald Fusion and with the work that they were doing. And you guys yep. split, like, literally right before oh, Ring of I Honor. I was so... Yep. I... Yep. But, like, and Ring I feel like... Ring of Honor was a modern-day ECW. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, like, was, I was on a show with uh, Mikey during that t- point in time. Um, it was one of the first times I actually seen him work, and it was down in Rhode Island, so south of the border. But it was a different time then. Uh, it was. It was. It was at the WrestlePlex. Uh, Never mind. I take it back. It wasn't a different time then. <laughs> <laughs> was that PWF? Uh, no, that was uh, NWA PW, New England. PWF may have rented it that 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 event, I think it was that group I I W. It was the one gentleman who did high impact championship wrestling. Ooh, I think it was a Kevin Matt. It was the injury. It's starting you, to come back. One of you got either you or Blade did the moonsault and like well, swept yourself. Oh, um, and the next thing that happened, and no, that was at the Vesselplex. I thought that, I helped run it with Trooper Gilmore and well, WrestlePlex is where Kyle Storm was training a lot of people. He at was. The time. He was helping us. He was helping uh, Todd Hanson at the time. Warbeard Hanson. Did it just come just back to him? him? Handsome Johnny. It was a random yep. show, and TJ Victor Bruno was on it. Rob mm-hmm. Tuttle. Because Katie had we had to Katie had to end up teaming with me that night. That is correct. And yeah. Mercedes, because Blade had hurt himself so bad. That is correct. Yep. Not not to be confused with any of the other Mercedes female wrestlers. Right. She was the first. That was, two doors, she had a Z. that was yeah. two doors over from the new showcase okay. training yep. facility. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. I didn't realize it was the same location. Two same doors. Was right. Two yep. doors. Not three doors down? No, literally. <laughs> oh, all right. No, 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 no. That's much better. Oh, all right. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, one socket, so. Eesh. Oh, man. Yeah, man, even though, because we just had, um, we just had, you say, like, 96, 97. We're already in, like, a, we're already 10 years in at this point so for me. Na- I'm 99. I'm only just a couple years. And you figure you really started getting good after, you know, like, 2001, yeah. where you started to really start, you know, you were a couple See, years I, in. Like, I was lucky to start where I started. Yeah. I was lucky to start at Yankee at such a young age. But you were still late to the party, but still, you weren't early enough to kind of get the opportunities that are happening now. Like, I'm, like if it was a year or two earlier, I would have been at those East, instead of going there as a fan. Like, I stayed after those Rivera shows at the Wonderland. Of we would course. stay late. Me too. We would hang out and we would talk See to all Steve the boys Richards. talk Falls shit outside Mahoney. the we door. Stay in gimmick. We were brought upstairs once. Mm-hmm. I think because Stevie Richards was trying to fuck... Uh, my, Mercedes? My, my friend's uh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah, but, I tried to. But... Uh, yeah, I, I really <laughs> probably shouldn't have said that. Anyways, I'll show you. You'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we were invited. JC, up. you have the right to censor that out. <laughs> I do, but I'm not going to. I, I have the right that. to. I get that. I get that. It was good. It was good. You tried to. You tried to. Sli- you tried to slip that under the rug, but not all my. But um, my my point is, we were, I was at the shows as a fan late night. Like we were brought up to the top. We got autographs from people. Like Chris Candido was doing a promo. We could hear it happening. Um, like I said, I mentioned Paul Dodge because Paul Dodge mm-hmm. would go and he would help him in the ring. And he was there all the time, and I knew only knew him as a fan in a, in that way. Carrying the beams, helping down the stuff, and I was escalator. like, man, like. Well, I, know, I mean, too, I wish I could have been there. To, I right. could have been there to help. I would have yes. been there to fucking, and it would have. It's just like I'm two years too late. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like yeah. I like, definitely. Uh, 
I well, have, I started I with as a, as a mark, obviously, mm. before I was in the school uh, officially at that point, too. Um, I remember going to a show on crutches because, well, obviously, I was still in high school and I was doing my pro training, but I uh, popped my hip flexor and uh, getting a big speech because they knew I was there training at Walters, too, because I was talking to people like Dreamer and stuff. Here I am, young Mark, <laughs> talking to these Fuck. guys about getting advice and training and stuff. So it's just awesome. Awesome. It's an awesome time to be involved. And you, yeah, like... That's why I say, like, last of an era. It, yo, I absolutely agree with that. There's a couple of us, but yeah. There are. Like, there's a couple of us. There's, slick, but like, there's so few people today that are... Jose Perez is helping carry carry the era on a little bit. I know he's not wrestling, but he, a lot of things he's doing. A lot of the guys from our era... Give him a couple of months, we'll have another comeback match. I'll be honest. A lot of the guys from our era are the ones that are helping run things now. I mean, even Fury, Brian Fury, uh, he has the, the, the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. He has chaotic wrestling. He Taking it to there's pieces levels. of it. There's pieces of it everywhere you look and around where there's little <laughs> fragments of Killer and these guys and yeah. what they did. Um, but I think it says something that, again, like Slick and yourself, you guys are like really. And Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. We, yeah, Lewis right, yeah. We've dropped so many names and maybe <laughs> maybe people, some people you've heard of, maybe no some idea people you have, haven't heard of. Okay. Yeah, a majority is, of our listeners are but, outside of New England. But this is the backbone of New England wrestling. Mm-hmm. And for a while, New England had a bad had reputation. a bad stigma, and deservedly so. And, well, then. But but then but then but the, it's true when they say like the cream rises rises to the top, and like, that's what it is. Now. And now look at so many of the top guys. Everyone they've, they've come through I, New England. But we so can't many take guys. away from people who even have made it a little bit more. Like you have you have Eddie Edwards, who 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 basically I would say is one of the last people with Walter. Yeah. Uh, because Slick Slick was the head trainer at that point, and Eddie was one of Kenny Dykstra, of course, going with Mike Hollow over to Chaotic afterwards. Mm-hmm. But they were so young training. Yeah. Wasn't Fury yeah. fairly young training there? Fury wasn't from uh, uh, Kowalski's. He was from uh, Jeff Coster, and then he went on to Steve Bradley, who I was an oh, avid fan super of. Bad. Wow. Super bad. Super bad. He actually was one of those guys on a show that inspired me to keep going. You know what I mean? He, at, at one point, you know, prior to him getting himself serious about the business, you know, he wasn't the biggest and the baddest, but he was super bad. And when you said <laughs> Steve, Steve Bradley was on the cusp of becoming a WWF yep. superstar. He was that guy that should have been. He trained Kurt Angle, exactly. I was, uh, I think it was Backlash 99, Dark Match was Kurt Angle versus uh, Steve Bradley. Yeah, and honestly, Maverick Wild is one of the guys who pops into my mind as somebody who's carrying on things and helping a lot of people. Um, There's Brick, I mean, and that's what it is. You talk about the end of an era, but there are more people. And then you got... Aaron Stevens. Aaron Stevens was a Walter guy That's for true. a little while, and he got to experience some John Walters not around. Um, and then Walter did continue his legacy when he was up at Chaotic at the beginning, and there are people that were touched by him, like Warbeard, Hanson. There are. Uh, China. Uh, we, as we mentioned, he's very handsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Tommaso Champ. Like, uh, like there's, there's guys currently on the roster, right? Yeah, now no, I mean, I've, it's experience. so funny how, like, both. Uh, Warbeard and Tommaso have reinvented themselves. Completely. The same thing with Aaron Stevens. Completely. Where he went from Aaron Stevens, just guy, to Damian Sando. Well, I mean, I remember. They so all can't, can't, if you put a picture of key element. Warbeard Handsome was it's Handsome Johnny. Yeah. I was going to say, if you put a picture of Handsome Johnny next to Warbeard, would you, like. You wouldn't recognize like, it. Like, yeah, it's just amazing. I remember seeing Handsome Johnny on Ring of Honor Dark Match shows back in the day with Bob Evans and stuff. Where he would just be yelling, "Who's the handsome one?" And everyone loved it. Everyone totally bought into it. You guys know the story of Handsome Johnny. No. Well, now you have to tell it. I'm not going to tell too much of it, but I'll just say the name Handsome Johnny came from Trooper Gilmore. He was doing ring announcing. What was that Trooper? He was doing ring announcing on that show that we were just talking about that you were at, and Todd Hanson. He got his name uh, at that show. Uh, he did. Saying? He was Handsome Todd Hanson. He was transitioning from a Johnny Blue, troops like making his way to the ring. Handsome uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny. <laughs> Uh, okay. From that moment on, it stuck for quite a while, and now look Fantastic. at him. Now look at him doing cartwheels in NXT. So I love that man. And then uh, Thomas Penmanship and Tommaso Ciampa could oh, there be a bigger change between characters? Phenomenal, and that, and that's what it is. It's always the ability to reinvent yourself. 
uh, what's the what's the phrase? I don't know if I can even say it. Evolve or die. Trump yeah. is. Um, it's, it's a reality. Right now, in the NXT, is a heel in a place where there really aren't heels. No, and people boo they him and hate, hate him. him. Well, and I think it's because they it's, love Johnny Gargano. It's, it's great. But it's a, they like, love to it's hate amazing. him. It's an old school Absolutely. feel that you do not yep. get in he pro wrestling be anymore. He doesn't want to cool heel. Refusing no. merchandise. Yep. Like, He's an asshole on social media. It's fucking fantastic. That's, and that's what wrestling needs. He comes out to no fucking music. His, so the booze are, the, are his entrance. It's, it's and it's smart. fucking, it's amazing. And you don't see Perfect. it anymore. So, you don't. I guess a couple more things before we wrap up. Uh, yeah, both, sorry, we're you, No, 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 you're fine. We, I think this is great. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, we just can't call it um, a mini-sode in good conscience. <laughs> um, it's I, not mini anymore. You've been doing this, so 97, here we are, what, 21, 22 years later almost? 21, 20, 21. Yeah, we're going to be 20 years too soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, do you have any bucket list items left as far as, like, in the business, anything that you want to try to do before you... I mean, what happened... Timmy Thunderbird is going to be 22 soon. Bro, I know, and it's crazy. It's crazy that you say that, because I've literally yeah, man. done things I didn't even think I'd consider doing. I I, I got to drop it, of course, but I never thought I'd be wrestling at Fenway Park at any point in time. Yeah. That's not even a thing that you would imagine, because there isn't wrestling at Fenway Park, and then I was able to bring it there. And, and not only for you, you gave that opportunity to... And every, a lot of other people. Every, everyone that, a that's lot a good person. Of other people. Everyone yes. who deserves it. Everyone who deserved it. And a lot of people say that it was given away, but in reality, I think it was just something that everyone needed to be able to experience. Exactly. And I don't think it should have been just for a certain... No, everyone wants to be Never. like part it's of like a, a little deal. group, but it's like you know what? There's no we need. All, it's, we about, all it's about connections. It's about it's about family. It's about networking. Wrestling was built off brotherhood, and that's exactly what it should be still. Yeah. So, but of course, business aspects do take place, and I understand why people get clicky. Um, but when we're talking about bucket lists, yeah. Anything? I mean, even if not, it's okay. But like, if you feel accomplished with what you've done in your career, which it would be. I would be, the, you know, yeah, absolutely. You guys gave me the opportunity at NCW to be able to wrestle in my own high school, which was another thing that never happened at 21 years. And that was something that would have been considered a bucket list thing because people tried for it for years in the first place. Um, so I thank you for that. Wow. Um, thank you for being there. Bucket list. I, a bucket list thing is to, to be able to... Honestly, just continue to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Be able to stay healthy as much as possible. Doesn't yeah. sound like my voice is. You're not too right great now. on that. <laughs> oh, no, to be no. fair, you've always sounded like this, though, so it's okay. No, this is a little worse today, I think. I'm not true, boy, Jay. So I want you to get more, I mean, I want to see. I want to see people succeed, and in reality, me. as long as I can continue on and continue to have fun and provide entertainment to others and, and help train other people along, yeah. yeah, help other people along. I think, I think, yeah, I'm satisfied. I know my mistakes. I'm trying to make sure people don't make the same ones. I think that's awesome. Um, do you guys have any other questions? Timmy Thunder. Uh, I- yeah, uh, I have one question left, but I want to kind of save it to the end. Uh, so, I'm, I'm, are you asking about the um, the match he had in summer? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, it is. It's just a very important I'm question. Ask, I'm going to ask about that. Wait, match no, you can't leave. You. Okay, that match in Somerville. You, Jay Busta, and Brandon Webb. I <laughs> love that match. Bay State Championship Wrestling. Yeah, that was that was a great match. I thought that too. was a really uh, good match. All good Anthony Green, the referee of that match. Yeah, Sixteen so years old. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Retro AG. Retro AG. I just saw him. I just saw him. Like, killing it with coat. that stash. He's Talk probably about. wrestling 10 feet away from us right now. Not yet. He so. may be. We'll go he check it out. Be. He's in the main event, brother. Whoa, um, whoa. So I guess the most important thing that I need to know being a uh, 21-year veteran of pro wrestling, the trainer of the Bell Time Club, all the things that you've done, um, did da- Dan Terry do 9-11? I... <laughs> 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 I just need to know. We've established in our last episode who uh, Buddy Christ. There's a thing. There's a thing. There's a thing. thing. And and it's not. It's not just a catchphrase. It's a way of life. (laughs) Bo knows. I can't believe that's how we're ending. This. <laughs> oh, so we're gonna end this very I sentimental episode. Uh-huh. We just had a fucking killer episode. Uh huh. <laughs> that's literally how we opened our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's very yeah. It's 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 the circle of life. I love you guys. I love you guys. And Bo, I love you. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you having me. Thank you for having me. It was a good time. Honestly, um, you weren't our first choice. But that a lot of people say that, but then you know I'm still here. I'm happy that it worked out. It worked out great. Worked out great. And Timmy Thunder, thanks for bringing Bo Douglas. Yes. Thank you. Yikes. Thank you for leaving Zen. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> well, um, Bo, do you have anything you want to plug before we uh, wrap nah, it up? Nah, no, just uh, thank you guys for having me. Make sure uh, everyone listening, uh, check out the next NCW. Oh, they won't, but it's cool. They yeah, should. Right. <laughs> they uh, they should. should, but they won't. It's cool. And if you live uh, in Massachusetts, go check out the Bell Time Club Training School. Training yeah, Club. If you, if you Bell want Time a career in pro wrestling. Center, 40B Broadway Street. Street, Wakefield, yes. Massachusetts. Wakefield. Get a piece. Killer Kowalski. That's right. Come on down to Bell Time Club. Featuring the stars of today. Fist. Uh, so <laughs> we go from one wrestling documentary yes. to our next big giant we're on the road episode. We're not on our 30th episode. Not yet. No, but we're. it's going to be teasing. beyond the mat. Episode 30 of Three Way Theater. Beyond the mat. Beyond the mat. Featuring extreme enforcer Paul Richards. Right. Damn it. 15 cents. Damn it. Uh, I think we're up to a dollar thirty at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, we discussed this yeah. beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we in agreement that we're gonna do? Yeah. What we're, we're gonna, gonna do. What uh, we're gonna be doing three-way theaters very first. Watch along. What? Oh, that's right, Timmy Thunder. Look how happy he is. That's right. So what you we're gonna do, and what you're gonna do is, we're going to play. You're gonna be on the mat. We're gonna at say the same hit time. play now. Yeah, we're gonna do some goofy thing. We're gonna say like three, yeah, two, one. Yeah, ham, ham. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And then we're all gonna watch it together, and we're gonna comment mm-hmm. as it happens. I I can't wait. That's coming up. It's gonna be episode thirty. I'm 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 I'm, I'm in. Oh, wait, oh. But before episode thirty, we have episode twenty nine. Well, that's already happened. Oh yeah, remember remember episode twenty yeah, nine? That was a great episode. episode. Yeah. episode yeah. Between this 30. is sandwiched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandwiched. Yeah. You love sandwiches. I love sandwiches. Episode twenty nine was awesome. Twenty nine was probably one of the best podcasts we ever it, did. Yeah, it was very Terry Funk centric. Uh huh. Hey, hey, this was the best podcast. Well, um. Catch all our episodes on ThreeWayTheater.com. Yep. Uh, all podcast listening devices. Uh-huh. Uh, all your favorite social media devices and all that jazz. Yeah. I mean, right. you know how to find us. Well, I'm JC. I'm Mike Jake. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm Bo Douglas. And he's Bo Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a microphone to the face. Did we just break Timmy Thunder's tooth? <laughs> I'm Timmy Thunder. <laughs> and he's bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> and this is... This is what my oh shit! I hit so oh, hard. Fuck. <laughs> it's still softer than Shay's cannonball. <laughs> Turn your head greeny. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been three-way theater. Dan Terry did 9/11. He definitely did it. You hear okay. that bonus? Fact. Jesus, man. This is like my